welcome back to the Eat Me in St. Louis podcast. That was better. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nick. And I'm Travis. We talk about restaurants in and around the St. Louis area. Um, today we're going to be talking about Five Aces, which is a family-owned and operated business in the Shaw neighborhood. And this is the beginning of a series we're going to be doing over the next month or two focusing on black-owned restaurants in the area and encouraging people to check them out. Yeah, and we are really just dipping our toe in here. I mean, St. Louis is fortunate to have a, a good deal of black-owned businesses, and we've actually covered a couple in the past. Burger 809, um, the Oasis Grill. We've uh, just kind of been hitting on them already, but we thought, uh, given the climate, you know, this is a great time to uh, highlight and elevate those voices even more. Yeah. Um, but before we do that, let's talk about us. We just won the second, (laughs) (laughs) what is it? Uh, second most favorite podcast by a St. Louisian. Is that Wow. That was terrible. Uh, Okay. (laughs) We were fortunate enough to be named on the go list from, uh, STL today. Uh, the St. Louis post-dispatch put out, uh, their annual list of top things in St. Louis. And our weird little podcast got named... Our little podcast. (laughs) Uh, Came in second place for favorite podcast by a St. Louisan, finishing second only to Jenna Fisher from The Office. Hey, fun fact, right now my wife is listening to that podcast, and I looked at her when I She's part of the problem. Yeah. (laughs) I was going out to record, and I was like, oh, no, Angie. Like, why don't you just give away our money? Not like we're making any money from this. Yeah, our non-existent <laughs> money from this. Uh, so, Nick, how much do you think that is people actually listening to us, and how much of it do you think is just we have a fun name for a podcast? I definitely credit it to us having the word St. Louis in our title, and that it's a fun name. But somebody nominated us, and it's a reader's poll. It wasn't just somebody's pick. So it's a reader's poll, so it's people that read, not necessarily listen to podcasts, so that's why we were up there. Yeah, it's this weird <laughs> Venn diagram of the seven people who read the newspaper and listen to podcasts. <laughs> well, okay, for our name, we have to give a shout-out to our friend Julia Edwards, who actually helped us create the name Eat Me in St. Louis. Yes, and for the record, I said, Eat Me St. Louis, and she said, Eat Me in St. Louis, and I said, Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it's called workshopping, Nick. You're building all. It is workshopping. <laughs> yes, um, but I joke that she only gave us like seven percent of the title, but it was the one word that mattered. You know. And so, all, in all seriousness, if you listen and you voted in that poll, we can't thank you enough. Like, thank you so much yeah. for thinking of us when you were voting. Um, it was completely unexpected. It was a shock to us. Uh, We had no idea we were nominated. We had no idea we were uh, up for consideration for this until it was posted uh, by Derek Gould from the Post-Dispatch, who came in third, which is mind-boggling to me that we beat one of the writers from the Post-Dispatch. You know, we had no idea this happened, so we can't thank you enough if you played any part in that. And real fast, I wanted to read a couple of comments that we got on Apple Reviews. Uh, we've been encouraging people to give us reviews because we don't have listeners, but maybe we do. I don't. I don't even know anymore. But uh, <laughs> do do I need to brace myself? Is this going to crush my <laughs> self esteem? Is this how you bring us back to earth? <laughs> All right. First review is Travis is terrible. 
<laughs> and that's just their username. <laughs> no, the the first one was from J D D Key, and his title was "I've Seen the Future of." St- and then I couldn't read anymore because Apple won't let you scroll past that on your phone. But he said, a fantastic representation of the diverse eating experience available throughout the metropolitan area. If this show were any more St. Louis, it would ask you where you went to high school. Oh, wow. Which I hope nobody asks us where we went to high school. <laughs> and then the next review was from STL Eater, who said, uh, title, Goofy Dudes. Which one is she talking about? Is that me or you? Dudes, plural. Both of us. Oh, okay. (laughs) And then she went on to say, Two goofy dudes who do not always agree about what makes for the ideal eating experience. A delight to listen to. And I really like this one because I think that first sentence sums us up. The second sentence doesn't apply. But but I I think that that's a good summation of us. And we should probably replace our bio on social media with that. Two, two goofy dudes that know nothing about food, yet somehow fill an hour every yeah. two weeks. <laughs> uh, we don't make it to an hour, and that's a good thing. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get back to the subject at hand, Five Aces. So before we jump into Five Aces, I'm sorry. Uh, have you been anywhere else interesting that you want to give a shout out to before we dive deep? Uh, chicken Out just opened, and that's a new chicken restaurant by the owners of Sugar Fire and High Point Drive-In. And, you know, I got a chance to sample them back in February when they had kind of a pop-in thing at High Point and really liked it. And I haven't had fried chicken since then. And so when they reopened, I I had to go back and have it again. It was great. So speaking of fried chicken, I just went to Grace Meat and 3, who... If, mm. if you're listening to this podcast, you you probably know all about Grace Meat and Three. Uh, Rick Lewis uh, does an amazing job. Uh, they're also giving back to the community during this time uh, with their Giving Grace program. So uh, you can donate food to people who have been impacted by COVID-19, and they will give out those meals to families who may be food insecure, which is a great program. But uh, selfishly, they also have amazing chicken. So They're got- incredible. I yeah. love that place. Yeah. So they they also have their ordering experience kind of down pat. Uh, walk up window, order uh, ahead of time, uh, go get your food. Uh, so, you know, if, if, if everyone in St. Louis wasn't already eating there, I would recommend everyone go. Yeah. But it seems like they already are. All right. Let's get down to the main event. Five Aces. So I brought this one up. Uh, five Aces in the Shaw neighborhood. It is in the former Mama Josephine's space. So Mama Josephine's was a uh, sole Southern food establishment that had been around for a long time. That was until uh, just a couple years ago when Antonio Ellis... 2016. Oh, yeah. 2016. uh, Antonio Ellis uh, bought the space and kind of made it into a hybrid. So still some Mama Josephine staples in there. Uh, but he has mixed it in with his own version of uh, barbecue. Yeah, and uh, Antonio Ellis, uh, Antonio C. Ellis, by the way, had started off barbecuing in his backyard, and then for one or two years he was like smoking meat in parking lots around the city, and that's when he decided to take over for Mama Josephine's and expand and have his own space. And yeah, like you said, he kept some of their recipes um chicken and dumplings is one that i saw that people love and it's 
been a hit since then. So you definitely made it a point to say that his middle name was C, making oh. making his initials <laughs> yes. A-C-E. Uh, do you want to go a little bit yeah. more to why that is so important? I was getting to it, but <laughs> he has four other sons who have the same initials of A-C-E, and so that makes up the five aces. Fun fact, there's another son and a daughter that <laughs> I guess don't have those initials, and uh, yeah, so uh, interesting uh, kind of way to get their name. Uh, Five Aces actually just reopened with a little bit of a seafood twist to it. So still all the barbecue favorites, still dishes from uh, Mama Josephine's, and then also with the addition of seafood now. So just kind of a mix of a few different cuisines that I think they found a way to work really well together. Yeah. Before we get to our experience, can we do some Yelp reviews? Yeah, let's do it. Yelp. Yelp. Michaela S. from Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, gave it a four out of five and said, when we got there, we were welcomed by the owner, his wife, who was cooking up lunch, and his son, who was working the cash register. A true mom and pop. I love it. Uh, Everything sounded and smelled great. We all got pulled pork because... Uh, the owner didn't have brisket because someone had stolen it the night before. That, so, uh, that is messed up. Stealing brisket from a mom-and-pop restaurant. <laughs> this is a family affair. I mean, they are definitely... It's uh, a family-owned and run place, but these smokers are right out front. You can go see them when you uh, go to get your curbside order, and I, I see how someone stole the brisket. Yeah. We should, maybe we should offer like barbecue security. I well, I was thinking of we should get a team of twelve people together and do a big heist. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we we went to opposite ends of the spectrum there. I'm trying to keep these mom and pops safe. You're trying to pull off the smoked meat heist of the century. <laughs> All right, uh, John K from Fox Park. St. Louis, Missouri, said five out of five stars. If you haven't tried Five Aces yet, in the words of urban philosopher DJ Khalid, I I don't know his name. He should probably say it more. He he should probably say his name more in his songs. But all right. Uh, Anyway, congratulations. You played yourself. Is that it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He recommends it. Five out of five. So Richard N. from Chicago, Illinois, says really, really, really good food. That's three reallys. The ribs are prepared on a wood fire grill, uh, which makes them delicious, yet easy to heist. Um, (laughs) And says that St. Louis locals, stop naming these oven cookers as your best barbecue place in the loo. So shots fired at some of the uh, other barbecue places from someone in Chicago. So whatever. (laughs) <laughs> and and speaking of Glenn B from St. Louis said this has to be the best barbecue I've ever had. I've tried Sugar Fires, Pappies, Bandanas, Bogarts, C&K, Reds and a few others. So, an experienced St. Louis barbecue eater gives it his top uh 5 out of 5. So, you've been here a few times. This was my first time going. Yeah, I I have been a few times. Uh, back when we used to be able to go into restaurants and eat inside of them. So I went to Five Aces uh, a couple years ago. I was so sad when they closed. But then once they reopened, I was like, okay, I got to get back in there. I ordered online because I am a responsible adult during COVID-19 uh, to get takeout. And 
They, uh, you know, as we say, it is a family place. It is barbecue. It is slow cooking. Uh, not the place to like run out for lunch and grab something because they do take their time. Uh, it, it took a little over an hour, I think, to get my food after I ordered it. So um, just be prepared uh, if, you, if you're putting in your order that it might be a little bit of a wait. But um, with online ordering now, it's something that can be, you know, navigated much more easily than, you know, sitting down inside the restaurant. Yeah, I, I also ordered uh, through the website when I showed up. Uh, it wasn't quite ready yet, but I waited and it was worth the wait. It was really good. Well, maybe your food was heisted. Did you ever think of that? They didn't tell me that, but that's a <laughs> high probability, I think. <laughs> food heists are taking over this nation. So did you get barbecue? I did. Um, and I wanted – do you know if this is St. Louis barbecue, like St. Louis style? I don't know. I, I know that Kansas City has like their – like very passionate about Kansas city style barbecue, but I'm not really sure what even defines like St. Louis style barbecue. I me neither. And, um, like I have some guesses. I think there's mustard somewhere, but I don't know the specifics. (laughs) And, um, and I'm, I'm from South Carolina and, um, you in the last episode kept bringing up, by the way, how I'm from the South. Um, (laughs) I, I don't, I don't know if I should be a good representation of Southern cooking, by the way. I'm from Greenville, South Carolina. It's not a coastal city. I didn't have South Carolina barbecue until after you and I met within the past, like, five years, and I made it myself. So <laughs> I, I can't really speak to that very well, but there is a rivalry similar to uh, STL and Kansas City between South Carolina and North Carolina um, that I can't explain. And I... They split the state over it. Yeah, we know, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) I would love, I would love if that was the reason. Um, But uh, we haven't heard from Francie in a while, so I was hoping we could do a Francie fact check and maybe find out some of the differences between all these barbecues. Regional barbecue differences are interesting because it's not just about sauce styles. It's also a matter of what kind of animal and which part of the animal gets cooked. Both Carolinas smoke a lot of pork, but actually have subgenres. In eastern North Carolina, they cook whole hogs in favor of vinegar-based sauce, while in the west, Lexington-style Q features just the shoulder or ribs and tomato-based sauce. South Carolina also goes whole hog, but their saucing preferences are diverse. Their famous mustard-based sauce known as Carolina Gold includes brown sugar and vinegar and is particularly loved in southern South Carolina. Here in the Midwest, Kansas City is known as a barbecue mecca. They smoke everything, beef brisket, pork ribs, chicken and sausage, over hickory wood and serve it all up with a thick sweet sauce. KC is known as the home of burnt ends. St. Louis-style Q is similar to KC, but we generally grill over flame and then add sauce, as opposed to seasoning with dry rub and smoking slowly, which is what most other places think of as barbecue. Apparently, our fair city consumes quite a lot of sauce, and we tend to favor the tomato-based sweet stuff. One last fun fact. St. Louis-style ribs refers to the cut, 
the slab of pork spare ribs is squared by sawing off the tips, rather than the cooking method, and that official USDA cut is sold all over the country. Oh, okay. Now I get it. All right. Thank you, Francie. <laughs> Thank you, Francie. Always great to have our fact checker on. But I did get, uh, I got ribs, I got brisket. What did you get? So I got brisket and my wife got the ribs. Uh, the reason I wanted to make sure that you got barbecue is they take a lot of pride in their no salt seasoning technique. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, when you think of seasoning, you think of salt and pepper, but apparently they take a different avenue there. Um, and you can really taste it in the meat. Like it, it doesn't feel salty. It doesn't feel dry. It, it really helps to keep the tenderness there. Yeah. They have a really good rub. The, the ribs, they don't slather them in sauce. They keep the sauce separate. They say that their ribs stand on their own with the rub and the sauce is amazing also, but they're still sticky. They, they have like a brown sugary glaze on them with some Creole or jerk spices or something. They were great. You know, everybody says that it, the meat just fell off the bone. So that's the that's the rule. That's the one thing I know about barbecue is if the meat doesn't <laughs> fall off the bone, it's not good barbecue. Uh, and it did. It was really, really good. So uh, I actually went the route of getting a sandwich. So uh, they have the traditional like pulled pork, pulled chicken sandwiches that you'd expect from a barbecue place. Mm-hmm. But the one that jumped out to me was the smoked Philly. So they do a Philly sandwich. Mm. Uh, you know, you, you got your onions, your bell peppers, they cover it with provolone, but I love a Philly. Okay. But the one thing I think is interesting about, uh, five aces is they do a, a smoked Philly with your onions, your peppers, they cover the whole thing in provolone cheese, but you get to pick the meat that goes in. So you can check, pick from their beef brisket, you can do pulled chicken, or you can do their shrimp and put it all on a Philly. They also, I was not this ad- Venturous. They do a smoked ace Philly, oh. where they put all three meats on at once. So uh, again, I can't. I know. I I am a sucker. I for... want you to be eating the weirdest <laughs> thing on the menu. I didn't see that. I would have gladly got that. I am usually the type that goes for the like weird, over the top thing on the menu. But uh, I was getting it for lunch one day, so I was like, ah, just get something semi normal. Try the barbecue. Um, so that's the route I went with fries. Uh, as I said, my wife got the ribs and then, um, we also got, uh, their beignets for dessert. Mm. How are those? So really interesting. I will say Mm. if you're thinking of the Cafe du Monde classic beignets, this isn't it. Um, it's more, it almost felt like a, um, like a carnival funnel cake more than a beignet. Oh, and Okay. Super delicious. It was great. Um, like super tasty, not really greasy, um, but just a great cinnamon sugar mixture on the top. Uh, every bite was fantastic, but I will say not a classic beignet that you typically think of. I've got to get more desserts at places. I'm, I'm really lacking there. Actually, this podcast is what made me start getting dessert at places. I, I just feel like, uh, and they, they actually have a signature dessert as well. They uh, typically do fruit pies, but they didn't have them that day. So, Oh, I did see a lot of uh, reviews on Yelp talking about the fruit pies. So we, we can't speak to that ourselves, but it's very popular. Yep. What did you end up getting? Well, I mentioned the ribs. We also got a burger uh, or a sandwich, a, a bean burger, and it was very simple. It's just a bun, 
the bean patty and the sauce, and it was amazing. When I first saw it, I was like, there's no lettuce or tomato on here, but it's... Uh, I wouldn't have added it after I bit into it. It's just <laughs> a good kind of meaty sandwich without any meat. And then we also got the brisket, which I love a good brisket, and this was... Well, you are from the South, so... <laughs> I mentioned that before... Okay. Um, <laughs> this was juicy and pretty thin cut, but with some thick cuts in between. Had good fat as a big helping of it, and each bite was like a little bit different. It's just solid comfort food. I, I like taking the Texas toast and making a little sandwich out of it, breaking off a little bread and running it through the sauce and having a snack and savoring it and taking a little break, maybe taking a nap. Are you walking us through your day of having five aces? And then after my nap, I wake up in a pile of brisket and I repeat the process all over again. That's that's how I like to eat brisket. Yeah, I've, working, I've woken up in worse places, so. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we got a couple of sides with that. We got mac and cheese, which is like the long, thin, straight noodle variety and has kind of a more velveeta sauce than the traditional like, baked cheddar mac and cheese. Uh, that was good. Honestly, I, th- I just thought it was okay at first, and then I found myself just like eating it and eating it and eating it until it was gone and loving it by the end of it. So I had a similar experience with the beans. Uh, so I oh, the beans. I always go for the beans at a barbecue place. One, you can dip fries in beans. And so that's like my go-to. You're blowing my mind. Uh, I, <laughs> beans are not my go-to. But yeah, they were, they were the best side that we got. They were really good. Oh, so you got the beans too? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So the beans, they didn't fill them full of a lot of stuff. So a lot of barbecue places, you're basically eating... Beans mixed with like their like barbecue trimmings, um, and uh, Five Aces really kind of went straightforward with their beans. Uh, the sauce on it was great, good for dipping the fries, which were also like seasoned really nicely. Uh, a thinner fry, not like a big steak fry, but like that that perfect fry to try barbecue sauces with. Um, so uh, that that was just. Uh, a pleasant like combination of the beans and fries. They they held up, and that's something I judge a lot of barbecue places on. Yeah, I thought the beans were they were pretty spicy, not anywhere close to hot, but just really spicy, and <laughs> and just full of flavor. I definitely get those. Uh, the, I, you mentioned the fries. I have to say, the one strike I would put against them was the fries. And granted, I did. They're they're not close by my house, so I did drive across the city before I ate them. But by the time I got home, they were a little soggy, not that great. And we had a couple of them, and we're like, let's let's throw these in the oven later and see how they work. And and then I failed that, too. And <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> uh, but everything else that we had was fantastic. And I, the fries were probably good if you get them fresh. Um, what else? Did you get anything else? Uh, so that was all I got. But uh, there are a few other things on their menu that I want to call out because they're mm. kind of those big staples. But they do also have uh, Uncle Tony's Best Burger Ever. It's a half pound fresh grilled hand patty burger cooked to perfection. And there's a story behind this that they used to have someone living above them. And they came down and said, I want the biggest burger you can make. And they made this half pound burger 
for their person living upstairs. Uh, and they said it was a girl in her 20s, and she ate it all. Uh, Wait. And-, <laughs> and she was Uncle Tony. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but... Uh, so, but apparently it takes a lot to finish this burger. It's a, it's a huge, a huge patty. So, um, yeah. I wanted to call that out. I wanted to call out the, uh, my wife's mistake meatloaf sloppy Joe. I love that uh, title. Yes. Uh, so it's a messed up meatloaf. Um, but they turned it into a sloppy Joe sandwich and with their dry spice rub and that like took off and everybody mm. loves it. So, uh, that's that's a couple of things I want to try when uh, I go back to Five Aces, along with the um, chicken and dumplings, because that is something that I heard about everywhere I looked at Five Aces. Yeah, there were so many reviews on Yelp that were thankful to the owners of Five Aces for carrying that over from Mama Josephine's, and it's a favorite. I, I didn't look at the Yelp reviews until after I went. I would have gotten that. So uh, one thing I wanted to talk about a little bit was my sandwich. The... The brisket in the sandwich was perfect. Like, a brisket Philly is something I would have never thought of until I saw it on this menu. I'm so glad I tried it. It was absolutely delicious. The meat worked so well with the peppers and onions and the cheese. And then the bun they put it on really wasn't a bun at all. It was like a roll, like a hoagie roll that was, like, buttered and, like, toasted to perfection. Uh, and really soft and pillowy on top. So, it had... Um, it had that nice like crust on it to hold up to the integrity of the barbecue sauce. Um, but at the same time, it was really light and fluffy when you bit into it. So they did an amazing job on that sandwich, and I would recommend it to anybody that's going there. Is that your top pick? If you're going to go back, if you're going rec- to make I'm... a recommend, you have to choose one, Travis. <laughs> so I I would say, um, you know, it's it's. I would recommend other people get it. If I go back, there are those other staples I want to try. try. Cool. So, um, you know, I to me, that's like a testament to a good restaurant is there are so many things on the menu that I want to try. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are places like Altakaye is one of the best examples. Uh, their torta was so good that I don't know if I could get something else if I when I go back. So... Um, you know, I, I feel like that's a sign of an amazing dish. But, um, you know, Five Aces really has it balanced out where they have so much on their menu that I want to try. Not saying Altakaye doesn't, but I just landed on something that to me was damn near magical <laughs> that mm-hmm. I would have to, like, order every single time. But I'm really excited by the variety of stuff at Five Aces. Yeah, Five Aces is a great neighborhood spot for Shaw. We both, I think, recommend if you are outside of the area, it's still worth a drive. It's really good food, amazing barbecue. Uh, And, yeah, we want to talk about how, you know, we always try to support local restaurants. Uh, Now more than ever, we're asking you to support local black-owned restaurants. On our Instagram feed, we reposted an image somebody did of 50 or 60 local black-owned restaurants. Um, Check that out. Uh, I think they, they're still updating that. If you're on Instagram, follow SDL Black Restaurant Week LLC. That is an awesome feed. Black Restaurant Week is in uh, it's September 3rd, and we're going to have reviews of restaurants going up until then. It's a little bit of a ways away, but you know the Instagram goes all year long. You can support these restaurants all year long also. 
And also, you can follow Five Aces Barbecue on Instagram, too. So, that being said, make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter. We're going to be posting our food picks from uh, Five Aces. Uh, we've got some great shots that we had from Taco Buddha up there. Uh, so, lots more great food pictures to come. I'm actually getting better at taking pictures of my food, thanks to Nick and his coaching. So uh, you, you are good. <laughs> I took pictures of Taco Buddha, and then Travis was just like, Oh, mine weren't very good. You should use yours. And then he sent me his, and I was like, shit, he outdid me. The student has become the master. So check them out. The good ones are his. Yeah. And uh, do we want to preview where we're going next? Yeah, we're going to turn uh, in the Dotsack building in Midtown. And we're also going to be trying Jerk Soul, who just opened their new uh, location on Cherokee Street. So we're going to be trying them out. Uh, if you want to, you can eat along with us. Uh, so Eat along with us. Yeah, you, we'll, uh, we'll try to be a little bit better about uh, giving you previews of upcoming episodes so you can try it for yourself and know some of the dishes we're talking about when we uh, launch our episodes. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you for, uh, thank you for reading. Thank you for voting <laughs> on us and other things. Get out there November. That's it. Yeah. And uh, we are always looking for new restaurants to review. Uh, if you know of a restaurant that you want us to hit up, or if you uh, work at a restaurant or own a restaurant that you want us to try out, we would love to give some love during this time uh, and encourage people to go out and continue patronizing, uh, even though it's a little bit harder than it normally is. Travis, hit him with your catchphrase. <laughs> All right. We will uh, talk to you next time and tell much I said hi. Huh?